Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, Unwritten Rule fans, you can catch us every Monday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Follow us on Twitter at Believe Unwritten and enjoy the show. On today's episode of The Unwritten Rule, Dennis Gates is absolutely cooking this offseason for Missouri men's basketball, both uh, on the recruiting trail and with the Tigers' non-conference schedule. Um, A bunch of new opponents they're going to face in the 2023 non-con, so we're going to talk about all of those games and all that coming up. Um, We also have some updates, including some kind of breaking news uh, for Mizzou football recruiting, Um, so we'll talk about that. We got stuff on the QB battle little update from fall camp on the offensive line that Peyton will be very, very happy to talk about. Um, and some concession stand news. We had some uh, some changes there. So um, we'll talk about that. We're going to do quick hits and then uh, finish the show just doing some headlines. We're going to talk about Bayer Leverkusen, our team's, our show's soccer team. Um, they, they played over the weekend. Um, and then just some other stuff going on in the sports world. We'll talk some headlines. So plenty to dive into to get your week started on this Monday Um, of the unwritten rule and it all starts right now attention everybody stop what you're doing it's time for the unwritten rule a mizzou sports podcast brought to you by the believe network alongside peyton haverman and kenny van doren here is your host jack knowlton Welcome back to the Unwritten Rule. Today is Monday, August 14th, and Jeremiah McClellan is indeed not a Missouri Tiger. Um, We found out today on Sunday when we were recording this, uh, which was, of course, the day he was going to announce um, here this afternoon. Uh, He is joining Ohio State, Kenny or uh, Peyton Kenny. So, yeah, McClellan, not a Tiger. This can be a pretty quick hit to start things off uh, football-wise, but... Um, you guys, you guys, along with our guest from last show, Alan True, thanks to him again for coming on. Not very shocked at at uh, at this news. Yeah, this one does not surprise me. Never really looked like Mizzou was in the lead. They had a, some momentum towards the end there, but definitely was not one of the big three that I personally thought they were going to get. Um, and didn't happen today doesn't mean he could they couldn't flip him later on maybe a nine and three season or something crazy for Mizzou landing both Nwaneri and Wingo maybe that turns the tide for him but it's hard to compete with Ohio State especially uh when they have the caliber of um wide receiver recruits over the past few years that they do that's pretty easy to sell somebody on so wouldn't really anticipate this one changing but it's not the, the end of the world yeah, a commitment this early doesn't always mean that he's going to hold it. We've seen a lot of flips in the last three years from Eli Drinkwitz. We've only seen really two guys get flipped from Drinkwitz, and one of them was in the past couple months. So it's definitely something just to keep an eye on as, as more and more recruits start to look at Ohio State. And as Peyton said, this some of the best wide receivers in the country, some of the best wide receivers in the NFL are from Ohio State in the last couple of years. So that, that's really a draw, but there's also a good draw at Mizzou. I mean, if you're coming in, as a true freshman, there's a spot there for you to see snaps. Makai Miller, who is a three-star, four-star out of the Kansas City area, he really turned it around and, and saw a lot of action in, in games against Florida, against, against these big SEC opponents that you know they could have been a win, could have been a loss, very close battles. And of course, Luther Burden. I mean, another St. Louis guy, just like McClellan, um, could just draw in 
another interest if down the road, if he knows he's not going to really be a big time guy at Ohio State for two years, there could be a draw to bring him back to Mizzou. And those those conversations probably never end. Also, Alan True, who's with us last week, uh, he said that I mean, recruiting never ends. If someone commits, it doesn't mean that they're they're done talking to people. Yeah, I liked that take a lot. I was going to bring that up if one of y'all hadn't of what um, Alan said when he came on. Also, shout out to everyone who listened to that. Uh, that show did that that show did pretty well. So um, thank you, first off. But uh, and we'll have to have him back on. But yeah, I liked his take a lot um, about that, where he said he said specifically, especially skill positions like a wide receiver, um, you know, name dropped a guy like Mookie Cooper, too, who went to Ohio State, an in-state guy that they, you know, he was able to kind of come back um and play for mizzou yeah it's like those relationships don't end like i think a lot of fans in the um kind of instant gratification era that we're in sort of with college football recruiting um that's what the fans fans want those big time targets now or you know they you know don't think about them at all down the road and so that could be something um that could change uh for mcclellan depending on what goes on for him for ohio state but yes initially does not pick mizzou however um, staying on the football recruiting trail, Williams Winery um, is committing on the worst day of the week. We mentioned that, or we were talking about that off air, but you know, Monday recruiting, what can you do or committing? What can you do? However, we do have some news. So yeah, tomorrow at three, he's recruiting, but um, Alan's colleague, Steve Wilfong um, has, has made a little bit of a change. Uh, Peyton, Kenny, what did, uh, what went on with him? He, he had a, one area to Oklahoma, but it seems his tune has uh, has shifted a little bit just hours before he's set to commit. Yeah, this is a pretty big one. Uh, Steve Wilt Fong is may- among the the most respected uh, recruiting guys in the nation, um, and he logged a prediction uh, for Nwaneri to uh, Mizzou, and that just it kind of feels like that's been building and building and building. Last week there was a bit of bit of uh, Oklahoma resurgence there for a minute, but everything is so fluid in recruiting. Um, this this is a good sign, but I wouldn't say it's the end all be all um, until we see him sign his name on a on a letter of intent in December. I wouldn't feel comfortable either way. But yeah, very big deal to uh, get Wilt Fong to flip his prediction to Missouri. Um, Still hasn't flipped his Wingo one yet, but maybe that changes as time goes on. I enjoyed it. Alan said a lot about rooting for your fellow colleagues and what they're choosing as well. And uh, we kind of joked off air as well that Will Fong listened to our show with Alan and um, he he decided, you know, I'm going to go against my buddy here and I'm going to take Mizzou. But of course, you know, there's a lot that kind of sways each direction and the day before is sometimes is always a good feeling or the day before he's going to make his commitment uh, recording around 4 30 on a Sunday it's, he's going to make his commitment known at 3 or 4 p.m tomorrow on Monday so by the time if you're listening to this you've already listened to it you've, you're going to know where he's going and I feel like that's that's a really good feeling just to know that the day before I bet that gets a lot of fans going you see that on Twitter we've seen a lot of Mizzou Tiger fans just fan accounts just tweeting let's go like this is a big deal so definitely good feeling overall but Peyton said it well it's you you never know if someone's going to sway a different way especially for the best defensive recruit in in the nation if I'm not mistaken he is number one defensively um, not just number one in the state of the Missouri he's number one on the defensive side of the ball I believe you're right yeah I and obviously like you know these crystal balls 
no one knows what's in the head of a you know 17 year you know 17 year old football recruit that's you know getting looks from all these like places across the country but you know these guys are experts it does mean a lot to mizzou fans and it is important so yeah we'll see if uh if steve's prediction comes true for Winery. so yeah i don't know listen to this listen to this and then go right into the live stream i don't know however you want to do it come listen to it after or maybe i don't know i don't know what order you should go in it's like barbie and oppenheimer but yeah, that is Monday um, when this show drops. We'll have um, one airy news either way. I was I was thinking about this. This is just like a random a random thought I had in terms of just like uh, how, the, with the amount we've talked about him this summer and like you know making the the TikToks for the show and like planning and stuff. He might be the most Googled name I have had this year. I've probably mm-hmm. typed Williams Winery into Google you know a million times just to get some sort of photo or whatever, but. Yeah, if you type W I L L on our Google account, the first name is Will Wagner, who is a minor leaguer for the Astros. The second one is Williams And that's just me. I think I'm the only one who uses this Google account. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, um, that's just how it is. But yeah, Kenny, uh, Williams, one area, you are correct. Uh, on Rivals, he is the number one, um, the number one defensive go. player in the nation. Number three overall. And on three. I can't see 247 right now because it's just being slow. He is number one overall um, on on three. Just, uh, but yeah. Yeah, that's so, you know, big deal. I mean, we've talked enough uh, about how, what this would mean for Drinkwitz if he can get even one of one area in Wingo and to get both. And now it's looking way more likely that he'll get, you know, both than it did, you know, a, a couple months or even a couple weeks back. So that's big just- time. Yeah, I just gave it a look as well. It's two four seven loaded for me. He is number mm-hmm. one in number one. defense, number three overall in the nation. So you are getting the consensus top defensive top player defensive in the nation. Player. No doubt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just to just to put into more context of what that means, um, Williams yep. Winery again tomorrow three o'clock. The show will be out at noon. So listen to that before and then go go see if he commits to Mizzou. Um, fall camp, Kenny. Good luck getting a word in here. Um, Peyton, we got some news. Connor Tolleson's going to start at center for uh, Mizzou next season. Go. Um, not encouraging, uh, especially when you remember what Drinkwitz said earlier in the spring about how he didn't like where any of the centers were at. Um, and then they brought in Cameron Johnson with the expectation that he'd be the center. And now he's back at guard, which makes me think he was not good at center. Uh, this is very bad update. Uh, it's hopefully he has really had a fire lit under him by having Johnson uh, come in and potentially steal his spot. But I mean, it is, he was not very effective last year. Uh, Drinkwitz himself kind of in a, a in coach speak implied that um, he's going to have to be better this year. He was undersized. Um, hopefully he's bulked up. Um, because this is the SEC. I mean, you're going against the best D lineman in the country. So not the best update uh, in my mind, because it means the guy you thought was going to be your starting center, Cameron Johnson, was not able to take that job. Besides the center position, I really like the offensive line this year going into it. We talked about this maybe two weeks ago about how much depth there is there. If the center position was just locked down, we could just have a lot of fun. Who's going to rotate in at this offensive line? Who's really going to step up when injuries happen? 
You look at Marcellus Johnson coming in from Eastern Michigan. Another guy, Ijinadoma Ogar, who's coming back from an injury and looked really good last year after kind of a rough start to the season. He's a transfer from Oklahoma a few years ago. And Xavier Delgado, who was in that starting uh, offensive line last year at one of the guard positions, got banged up a little bit. Uh, and he's a graduate this year. And he's talking pretty highly about Armand Membu. There's so many good options. There's so much good depth from the experience of transfers to some of the young guys that Mizzou has been, you know, held around for a while. And one of those is Armand Membu, who's going to be a sophomore this season. Even another guy like Logan Reichert from the 2023 class. Just so many options to kind of rotate around at those tackle and guard positions that you'll see early on in the season into these late, um, late into these some of the hopeful blowouts against some of these cupcake games. And I, I like those other positions, but Peyton said it well about the center position. It's still kind of a toss up, and we'll see if Connor Tolleson can hold that position for the full year. Yeah, I think if Peyton had his prediction go go true, that would not be the case. You think he still has the moped, Peyton? I have no idea, man. Do you think he knows what nonverbal communication is now? <laughs> no, actually, I don't, based off an answer he gave in a presser. But. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's not a, a super well-liked, uh, you know, choice. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see um, if he if he maybe, you know, does the things that Peyton said he needed to do to kind of improve. But, yeah, that's the main um, O-line uh, update there. And I agree with Kenny. It seems like the the rest of the O-line is, is poised to have a pretty solid year, and there's some good names Um Along that, again, we've we've talked about that pretty extensively. Um, anything with the QB battle? I know there was. I I forgot to watch the comment that Drink made. Drink but did he, gave a, he made some, gave some, some, a some comment, comment that was pretty empty. I mean, it didn't give. He didn't talk about how they were playing at all. He talked about how Brady Cook was a leader. Sam Horn was still trying to figure that out. I don't even remember if he said anything about Jake Garcia and that uh, Jabari it's... Johnson was. Um, acclimating well with the freshmen uh the one thing he mentioned about jake garcia is that he knows how to kind of mix well with guys that are transfers or mix well with new team which makes sense he's been around and he was at miami for a couple years the one thing i just wanted to bring up about this is about jabari johnson Um, he said at the end of the day he needs to be able to mix well with every player and not just freshmen and that kind of brought me back to some of this youtube conversation that one of our subscribers had uh yeah, no, no, no. Uh, Navigator finds his profile photo is uh, two pairs of Jordans. It looks like um, he said, y'all sleep on the true freshman for real, for real. Arm talent is a one. Um, he said, I'll say this. The job belongs to the upperclassmen. However, if these guys underperform, the head coach is on the line. Doesn't he owe it to himself to see what he has in the true freshman? First off, that was a headline from last season with Sam Horn when Brady Cook was struggling and he did not go oh. to Sam Horn that. Ooh. And so I, that's what I replied. I, well, I'm not trying to roast the guy, but I did say no, like, that. No, no, that was the only thing that happened Facts. last year. Um, he said at the end, Johnson is better than Horn right now, for real, for real. Not saying you, but folks act like it's just impossible for a true freshman to do damage. Well, we had a back when does he get guy. his chance? Uh, none of them is seeing the field. So he's this guy um, seems pretty big on Jabari. Jabari Johnson. Yeah, no, to that point, it is pretty impossible for a true freshman quarterback to make an impact on the sec they almost never ever ever start i believe the last one to start a week one game was, say. was bo nicks against oregon oh. um it, it, it's very hard for freshmen to break in and impact the sec especially at quarterback i have no doubt jabari johnson has the ceiling to be 
an SEC caliber quarterback. Um, I mean, it seems that he, this guy's very big on his arm talent. I would assume he knows at least he's at least seen him play with, to have this strong an opinion. Um, and, and he's supposed to be mobile. He was a dual threat QB. Um, but I, I, I see almost no way, even if Mizzou is sitting at probably like four and seven record or something and going into the final game of the year, I don't see a way Johnson is the guy that gets that start. Yeah, it's and not, we, it's we mentioned, a, we mentioned this last week that I don't think he was a part of the guys who some of those freshmen that showed up for Oh yeah, for um, spring spring camp. So I mean, that it's even harder for a that guy to because Sam Horn wasn't like that either, was he? Didn't he stay and play baseball? Sam Horn played baseball, so yeah, it's similar position in that. Um, I don't know if Jabari stayed to play another sport in baseball or track, um, but it's similar boat. It's he's not going to break into the starting spot by just not being around. And of course, definitely a, a, a good opportunity down the road, maybe even see some action. And at the end of some of these blots we mentioned earlier. Um, but I, I just don't see him getting into that competition like Peyton said. It's, it's not a Jabari uh, Johnson slander. No. It's a it's a freshman QBs just don't play in the SEC. Yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> him versus Sam Horn would be a wonderful QB battle, I would hope, for how, mm-hmm. how touted both of them were for recruits. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, we'll see. And if that guy's right, have him on the show. I don't know. <laughs> Something. But, yeah, uh, so – very empty comments. It seems like from Drinkwitz, we still don't really know um, where the. If I had to guess, I'd say Cook probably is in the lead right now, but yeah. we don't know for sure. That's a that's a that's a reasonable guess. Um, okay, away from fall camp, um, <laughs> we're broadening it out to, you know, we we talk about everything on this show, not just what goes on on the field, but we all went to Mizzou, Kenny and Peyton. You know, we we graduated, we had the Mizzou football student experience. And what that normally comes with, obviously, is, you know, you might pay for some stadium food, maybe some drinks. You get hungry. Those games are long. It's hot, especially in September. Um, you know, you need some refreshments. Um, Mizzou football, they have they have new pricing. Uh, they, drop, they dropped their prices for food and beverage. Cheeseburger, $5. Hot dog, $3. Popcorn, $2. Bottle water, $2. Bottle soda, $2. This is... I'm a little. I'm upset that they've done this after after we decided to leave. Peyton, First of all, <laughs> I'm hijacking this, and I'm oh, going good. to break the news that Alan True has put in a prediction for. I am pretty sure this is Williams and Wanneri to Mizzou. So he has changed his oh, tune since he last talked to us. Breaking news. Mm-hmm. So this is looking more and more like it will co- uh, happen. Maybe uh, he was listening to the audio back and he was like, ah, actually, I, I really think not. He was like, hmm, maybe I should just text and see. And then he realized, ah, uh, but no, I mean, he told us the info we had. Like, he that's did. just what he knew. Um, but uh, anyways, but back to the concessions. More than anything else, I'm annoyed it didn't happen while we were there. Um, but it just, I mean, that's been a big thing Desiree has really been in on uh, since she took over as AD. Uh, improving the game day experience. I mean, they have those lo- those self order lockers that you can get the food from. Those are cool. I was a fan games. of those. Um, I, it's just there's been a lot of game day experience improvements. This is just another on a long list. I mean, these are significant. They are probably expecting a lot of people to come. Two, to games. These are significant changes. Two dollars for a bottle of water at a stadium is crazy. 
Mm-hmm. I think even two dollars for soda is crazy. Like that's yeah. the same price. I would expect it maybe like two fifty. I wouldn't even have it in the same boat because I feel like two dollar popcorn. Kenny paid ten dollars for a, a thing of popcorn last it time. It was I bottomless saw. though. It's a difference. <laughs> um, but one thing I will mention: this is awesome for fans yeah, for and family, especially with families um, coming to these games. It's always the thing when you add up the total of your tickets, souvenirs, and what you're paying for to eat when you're at those games. That's great to see for a family. Uh, in the boat of like college students, I don't think this is really all that big of a difference. Nearly 50 to 80% of the college students who show up to these games are drunk or have been drinking <laughs> in some capacity. I don't think on their mind is how much am I going to waste on a hot dog? I think it's going to oh. be like, how fast can I get food? <laughs> how fast hungry? can I get four hot yeah, dogs so, so I don't throw up? With exactly. So it's, it's, it's good. I mean, it's good for fans. It's good for family. But when I look at like the student wise, from a student's perspective, I think the water is probably the best one, yeah. especially with how hot Hydration. those games are in August and September, as you mentioned. Other than that, this is great for families and just regular fans. This is a good take. They did not. There, there is no reduced price of of beer or anything. So. And they shouldn't do that. They, and they, they should not. They should do that. Please that do not be, do that. that. Would be not smart. I think everyone has to experience uh, those those who are of age to drink. Please drink responsibly. But I think everyone who does must experience a ten dollar beer at a stadium at least once. The feeling of paying Ooh. that much money for one for one thing like bottle or can is very humbling. But it was hard enough to pay five bucks for a water. <laughs> yeah, that too. And I didn't oh, even like to leave my seat. I would tell other people to yeah, go get it for me. That uh, uh, other other thing I remembered, they had a uh, hot chocolate too, and it got cold. I wonder mm-hmm. if that's gonna change at the New Mexico State game. Yeah, I remember. Good yeah, call. That, that, that stuff was good. They just, you just make it. It's not. It's just literally like water and a little bit of chocolate, and it's just piping hot, just to keep your hands warm. That New Mexico State game was just also just one of the worst decisions ever. I think so, that's one where you just show amazing. People. You just shove the reporters and the football players into the indoor facility and just hope they don't run into walls while they're playing. <laughs> I think that's like the one thing. I, it's like I mean, like a I, scrimmage. I was in the heat. I mean, I didn't have to deal with. Yeah, I was going to say, Kenny, you weren't outside with the rest I, of I went us. down there for a second and I had my gloves on. I had to take it off to talk to someone and record on my phone. And I just, my hand froze. It was worst it decision was, ever. It was but, terrible. Yeah. Because the, I loved the whole. It. The many people stayed for a really long time of that game because that was when Sam Horn was probably going to play, and he did for one series. And then, if everyone, okay, I'll be for real. Left. If that wasn't the last game I was going to be at it for, there was no chance I would have stayed past halftime. I would have watched fair. Sam Horn That's on fair. my damn TV. Okay, That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> that game was a colossal waste of time. It was big for Mizzou's bull hopes, and that was it. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah. Good. Congrats to. Everyone else going to games this fall. You're getting a, you're getting a, some nice deals. Go buy yeah, some $2 waters. Apparently be entering a much better era of Mizzou athletics than we were. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to segue to basketball, men's basketball, because um, this, this was a discussion we, we wanted to have uh, for a little while. We, we forgot to mention this last show because it was a pretty, a pretty recent announcement. Um, but we're going to start with the, oh, wait a minute. I forgot Tigers in the NFL, Kenny. Sorry. Your favorite segment who was playing. I didn't look too deeply into really who was playing in every game. I just going to mention drew Locke Cause he really stood out in his start for the Seahawks. Um, you get, you hit on this bet as well, Jack, uh, Seahawks minus five against the Vikings. Yeah. Uh, drew Locke went 17 for 24. That's a 71% completion percentage under 91 yards through the air. Um, two touchdowns, one interception. His longest pass was for 32 yards. 
Great overall start for Drew Locke. Of course, it's in the preseason, first preseason game for the Seahawks. Had some zip on the ball. I saw that one of his touchdown passes looked good. His first pass was the JSN future. I mean, that's the future (laughs) of Seattle. (laughs) Someone thought I was tweeting that on the unwritten account. Yeah, we had a uh, friend Tyler replied to it, and I said he got the wrong white guy. But um, overall, you should be happy, Jack. Good backup quarterback in Drew Locke. I was just going to say, like, it's, I mean, so that's Seahawks are my team. So I did watch like some of them, but um, yeah, he looks good. He's, he's going to be a fine backup quarterback in the league, you know, for, for a while to come. If he can get the zip that he's got. Yeah. He looked, he looked good. Had, yeah. Um, he um also threw a pass to Jake Bobo, who is one of my favorite receivers in college. He went to UCLA, but that's a, that's a side, that's a side Seahawks note. And JSN needs the ball more. Three catches for 25 yards is not enough. I need more JSN highlights. Did he play beyond the first quarter? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Um, Other Tigers in the NFL, I know Blaine Gabbert played today. Uh, he threw a touchdown. I didn't see his final stat line. Um, and today is Sunday, for those that are unaware. Mm-hmm. Um, And uh, the Broncos, Tyler Beatty was the had the most carries for the Broncos. He was tied for the most carries with Samahe Pirine. Um, Tyler Beatty finished with Ooh. six runs for 24 yards, and he had two catches for 12 yards. And he did not play in the fourth quarter, I think. So I think he may kind of be safe for a roster spot right now. Don't quote me on that. But there we go. It does seem like he is in good position to make the team. <laughs> Blaine Gabbert went four for eight, 59 yards. One touchdown is longest pass was for 43. There we go, Blaine. Yeah, solid. He's While we're on the topic saver. of a preseason, did you guys see the Jaguars backup make that a crazy throw against the Cowboys? Yes, Nathan Rourke has been like that since his Ohio days. I'm Maction. glad everybody's getting getting introduced to him. Yeah, nice. Um, so yeah, go go Tigers in the NFL. Um, but yeah, men's basketball. Um, this is an interesting discussion to have, Kenny and Peyton. Um, the non-con schedule, I don't believe uh it's all full yet if i'm not mistaken i don't think we have every game um mm-hmm. set in it's stone. not officially confirmed yeah but there is there is a number of them so i'll just rattle them off and um you know we can go from there in terms of um you know how how we're kind of looking or your thoughts just on this non-con as compared to dennis gates's first season memphis on november 10th in columbia minnesota november 16th in minneapolis pittsburgh that's the new sec acc um challenge or big wait acc sec acc um acc um that's in pittsburgh kansas december 9th in lawrence uh of course seton hall december 17th in kansas city um central arkansas december 30th in columbia um south carolina state in columbia that dates tbd wichita state who they played last year december 3rd in columbia Jackson State, TBD in Columbia, and of course, Illinois, who we know in St. Louis for the um, that game. So, mm-hmm. yeah, this is interesting. Um, I can give my thoughts on this after y'all, um, but go for it. Yeah, last year, obviously, it was kind of a criticism of Mizzou that they didn't play exactly the easiest um, schedule. And now it seems like they've, they've upgraded quite a bit in their um, opponent quality in 2023-24. And a note on the Jackson State game. Jackson State kind of indirectly leaked oh, yeah. that one is. Uh, that's November 19th at Mizzou. Um, yeah, they just put it on their website. But, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind uh, when I see the schedule is that, that it's a lot of fun, I think. Um, like, these are a lot of teams that I think Mizzou is on a somewhat even playing field with. Um, 
outside of like Kansas, I would say, like, I think Mizzou can conceivably beat like everyone. They probably won't because it's a tougher non-con, but it is possible. Uh, Last year, I still will always say it was the best thing Mizzou could have possibly done for that team. The amount of new players they had, I think giving them nine pretty easy games uh, before Kansas was a good call even if it didn't really prepare them for the Kansas game. Uh, this year, I think with a more of a foundation in place, this is a good uh, non-con to have. The Seton Hall game especially, I think, is a lot of fun. Um, they have Shaheen Holloway as their coach, who, of course, uh, was the St. Peter's coach when they made the Elite Eight. Uh, so that'll be a fun one. It's the Trey Jackson Bowl. Uh, that's another fun thing to think about. But... Um, yeah. Is he still there? No, I think he's gone now. Okay. <laughs> That's a good question. I wonder where Trey Jackson is. I thought he entered the transfer portal. I thought again. he did too. I think like he again. did. Yeah. Um, um, I'll, I'll, I'll throw in my two cents while Kenny's looking up Trey Jackson. But I 100% agree, Peyton. Um, I think with what you said about last year, I agree uh, that it was the best thing for this team. And Dennis Gates wasn't very shy in saying that, you know, saying, look, like we're rebuilding. I think this is like a. Um, you know, this is the smart choice for us. And I think it, it very much was, it gave that team a lot of confidence and yes, there was some, um, you know, learning curves and some bumps in the road. Oh, he's at Michigan now. Wait, really? Trey Jackson. Yeah. Is at Michigan? I remember this cause it was a big deal. Who was the St. Louis kid? Uh, Caleb love. It was going to be yeah. Caleb love yeah. and yeah, Trey yeah. Jackson together. Oh, now Caleb love is at Arizona. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I agree. I think it was the best thing for that team last year. Now, yeah, I think they made some very sensible upgrades. Um, Pitt is another team. You know, they were an 11 seed, made the tournament very much like surprised pleasantly a lot of people last season. I think that's a great matchup. Um, Minnesota's fun because it's, you know, power five. There are a nothing school in men's basketball. Um, but like, yeah, I think there's some some good games in here. And, and then, yeah, you have... Some some tough like Minneapolis, Pittsburgh, and Lawrence and back to back to back non cons. Assuming they don't throw another one in there, all away. That's gonna that's a tough that's gonna be a tough stretch playing all three of those games away from Columbia. But I really like the way their schedule has progressed into next season. Yeah, I, I just know uh, the one thing I want to say. I know there's gonna be people that are gonna freak out because Mizzou doesn't start nine and zero right this year. Per- there yeah. are gonna be people that definitely like Mizzou drops a game to Pitt or something. People are going to, they're going to be like six and three, maybe. And I can just tell there will be a meltdown, but yeah, this is a good non-con. I was looking up the Minnesota basketball history just to see the last time they were above 500. Cause when you can I guess, basketball, can I guess? Yeah. You guess the years. 2015. Yeah. That's more recent than that. It's actually really? a pretty decent record. Really? 2018. Close. Yeah. We guess. Yeah. 2018. Oh yeah. With, season. with Marcus Carr. They had Marcus mm-hmm. Carr before he went to Texas. Mm-hmm. 22 and 14, 9 11 in the conference. Uh, they did pretty well in non con and in this showcase in Vancouver. Um, they beat teams like Texas AM, Santa Clara, and Washington. Oh. Pretty tough competition there. I don't know how Fair good enough. those teams were in 2018. Uh, the one, one last thing I'll, I'll mention about Minnesota is that Minnesota's faced Mizzou twice in men's basketball, last time being in 1960. Uh, Minnesota <laughs> mm. won both of those games, 1959, 1960. So if Mizzou wins this home and home, it could even. The all-time there record. There you go. Tie the series. Time to rewrite history. <laughs> yeah. So that home true. game for the Gophers, they won 80 to 62 in 1959. Similar to this home and home, Gophers have the first home game. 
uh, Minnesota added a 65 to 56 road win in Columbia in 1960. There you mm. go. Um, I might go to the Minnesota game if uh, if I'm still around in Wisconsin where I live. I might travel for it. Could be fun. Peyton's even closer. He, you guys could That's go together true. if you're still mm-hmm. in the same spots in a couple months. There you go. Yeah. Kenny, you have any other thoughts on the schedule? Nothing else. Nothing. Um, yeah, I just think I don't know. I just think it's fun. Um, and I agree, Peyton. People are going to have a meltdown, and everyone's just going to have to deal with it. This is kind of a natural progression. Maybe next season after that, we see them in a, a battle for Atlantis, or a, you know, I don't. I know, would like to the, see them in one, one of those, those preseason journeys. Can he just spill this mic? I was I was also just thinking <laughs> about this. If they set like a permanent, um guess home and home just every yeah. single year florida state until dennis mm, takes there you go out. the dennis every single year and then dennis yeah. has to finish the last last part of a home and home while he's the head coach at florida state at florida state oh that i in columbia I, the game will be in columbia i think missouri might already be above that job florida state's not good it's he always fun to think so though job. yeah you would take that job. That's future. That's future Phoenix we'll Suns see. head coach Dennis. That's, to you. that's a thing we don't have to worry about right yeah, now. That's a good observation. Clumsy Mike. I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So a good non-con for Mizzou men's basketball. Um, can't wait for that Illinois game. Illinois is going to be pissed after what Mizzou did to them uh, in that. They were pretty soft last Order. year. I don't know if they have the aptitude to respond. <laughs> <laughs> How will you respond? Terrence Shannon. I think he's gone. Um, no, anyway. Oh, you might, might still be there. Other notes for Mizzou men's basketball. Uh, this can be quick also, but just on the topic of recruiting, we know Peyton Marshall uh, arrived there. I just want to acknowledge the hype about where um, this recruiting class is going for Mizzou because Peyton, you said it. And I think I've used this as just like a, um, not clickbait, but just kind of like a, like a tease to talk about uh, recruiting. Like in terms of you said, this could maybe be if they get another four or higher star guy. Um, that it could possibly be the best men's basketball recruiting class we've seen for the Tigers. Um, and, you know, they're linked to Anar Boateng, but more importantly, they are currently third in 24-7's uh, team rankings for um, basketball recruiting. So mm-hmm. if you guys have any quick thoughts on that, uh, maybe anything on Anar Boateng um, in terms of being the next guy up now after landing Peyton Marshall. But just like Dennis is, Dennis is amazing. What a job. Yeah, that won't that won't last staying top three in the nation. Uh, right. But Anor Botang, I think you probably are looking at a top 20 or so class uh, if you reel in Anor Botang. Uh, that's going to be a battle. Uh, I've said this like the last three episodes, but uh, <laughs> that, it, like they have him coming to campus at the end of August. Uh, You're a crystal ball guy, yeah. Peyton. You have to keep us updated on these. But yeah, I mean, keep an eye out for that. I it seems like Mizzou thinks it's in a good spot. They have a crystal ball for them or a future cast since it's rivals, but yeah. It's refreshing. Uh, you look at where Kanto Martin was in the recruiting sphere, and he wasn't always the best at it, especially when you looked at 247 and rivals. And no shots at Kanto. He had some he had some good seasons, um, got in some good transfers and coached some players pretty well. Uh, but it's really cool to, to see love him. Everyone seemed to love him. I mean, even recruited on the football side. We know the stories between yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. him and Luther Burden's dad. So it's it's really cool to see. And I say, take that screenshot of them in third place on two four seven and act like enjoy that it. Never yeah. changed. Enjoy just, it. Just keep saying yeah. that. Just keep posting it. It's like, why is there only three people? Mizzou has five guys in this. No, still three. Like just a couple months from now, we're just gonna keep posting it. Mm-hmm. Whenever yeah. someone gets a gets to pick someone up. 
Yep. Continue the Dennis hype. I would say just, yeah, enjoy this while it lasts. He's doing exactly what he's, he's set out and promised to do, which is, I think it's getting more and more impressive. The stuff he says, and then just delivers on. So yeah, enjoy it. Mizzou fans. It's uh it's impressive stuff, but yeah. And our Botang seems to be kind of the next guy up, but after landing Peyton Marshall third behind Rutgers. Oh, the only other thing I was going to say, Cooper flag reclassified to 2024. I'm just saying the Cooper flag sweepstakes have begun. You know, that's a name Un- uncommitted out of Maine, maybe tap into the main market. I don't know. Mizzou don't Cooper flag. They had the Bronny James photoshops. So I want someone to make a Cooper flag Photoshop. You know, it's mm. close to Maine, Boston, Mizzou football can maybe take Dennis <laughs> Gates out there to a couple games and drink what gets back in the Massachusetts recruiting. Could send them They'll up be an Amherst. Flag. No, don't there don't take Dennis game. Gates to Boston because someone from the Celtics will be like, "This guy's a genius," and snap him up, and then we'll lose him. So the Celtics okay. already have a someone That's off true. Dennis Pressy. Gates staff. Yeah, Pressy. Pressy, exactly. Pressy will put in a good word for him. They'll be winning chips with Jason Tatum, Missouri native. Um, all right, good Mizzou stuff, everybody. Keep an eye on um. Williams one area tomorrow and we'll have more fall camp stuff. I'm sure um, maybe more Connor Tolleson updates just for Peyton. And with that, we mm-hmm. will switch over and uh, do quick hits. All right. Quick hits time. Um, Kenny, you're starting us that well. Okay. Yeah. Oh God. You're starting us out with the Jersey of the week. Yeah, meow. It's time for uh, jerseys of the weekend. Uh, we're going to start weekend, it off sorry. pretty hot here with Jacob Infante, friend of the show. NFL draft analyst. He had a great tweet a couple of months back about a Bears game that said, well, that game sucked time to jack off. And in quotes, can't get, can't, can't, I can't get in trouble for that. Cause it's a not quote. canceled. I'm not canceled. Also, that's like a thing people do. So it's just an action. Uh, but this got put on a t-shirt on Etsy and it's being sold and you can get in a bunch of colors, black, white, Navy, charcoal, purple, Royal, red, green, gold, sports, gray goes from small to five XL. Uh, women's t-shirts, <laughs> men's t-shirts, v-necks, hoodies, long sleeves, what is sports gray? tank top. I don't know. When you click on it, it doesn't give you a, a brief look at what the shirt would look like. Okay. Uh, youth t-shirt, kid t-shirt, which I don't know why you'd get your kids these t-shirts. And then a premium <laughs> tee. Uh, a lot of options here. When you change the different styles, though, your colors um, are limited or they're expanded and giving you more. Like Is this really Etsy? Royal Blue. Etsy? Yeah, it's on ET through Etsy. ET phone home. I can't uh, shout that. out our friend uh, Jake Infante. I hope he takes this person to court. This yeah. is not Ooh, right. small claims. Small claims. We're gonna love sue small, him actually. We'll love a small him. claims battle. Oh, I'll we'll I'd love to him. represent him. That'd be great. Pull out some pull out some precedents. This is insane. <laughs> this is yeah, insane that he it's tweeted this. Insane. This is insane that someone made a t shirt out of this. Tweet still this up. This is insane. This Tweet could be Etsy has like a weird bot problem, like where like they just automatically make the t-shirts. It, it it's too complex to explain here, but I got scammed off of Etsy once. A, yeah, I, I think that maybe one they never they never sent it to me. This could be one of those. Not gonna lie. Um, don't buy this shirt. Yeah, we are not endorsing paying. This not endorsing this at all. Um, but if you want the link, uh, just DM the account on Twitter. We yeah, definitely didn't make these. Uh, Jacob's <laughs> tweet is also up to 4.4 million views. Shout out our good friend. Wow. Yeah, friend of the show. Remarkable. Influencing Twitter one day at a time. All right, my jersey, my jersey of the weekend. Uh, it was Mizzou night uh, yesterday on Saturday um, at the K before the Royals-Cardinals uh, game. 
And Dennis Gates was sporting a pretty sweet yellow, black and yellow jersey. Uh, looked very nice. Uh, he just, it looked perfect for him. It really did. Uh, Chase Daniel was also there. But, uh, yeah, it was just a cool jersey. So that's what I went with. I'm a little mad. I like uh, have was never able to go to a Mizzou night at the Royals or Cardinals games because the jerseys are sweet that they give out. I think I like the gold one more than the black one they had last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was pretty cool to see both of them throwing out the first pitch as well. Yeah, shut up. Did and... he? Did he? I didn't see the video. Did he get it down the middle? How I didn't see the I end of it, see. but they yeah. both the Twitter account said they they hit hit the gloves, hit the gloves, like, the strikes. Right. They threw Wasn't strikes. Like... We never actually got to see. If it did or not, no video is sus. No, they had That's... they showed the video of them throwing, but didn't pan over to who was was receiving the ball. Interesting, interesting. I don't, I don't know. I think we need another angle, but fair enough. Um, my jersey of the week, if you want to call it a jersey, it's actually the butter sculpture of the week. Um, it's Caitlin Clark. Uh, this comes from at Iowa Chill on Ugh. Twitter. Um, butter Caitlin Clark is the best thing at the Iowa state fair. That's right. Someone at the Iowa state fair made a Caitlin Clark statue out of butter. Um, she is now, there's now a statue of her with what I was trying to make a joke of like, she is like, there's now a statue that is her of what she is shooting. Like, uh, like that's butter. You know, when you say that, when you shoot jumpers, but it, it, I couldn't really get one to come together anyway. Yeah. We my only other reach. Yeah, that is a reach. The my only other comment on this is it uh, still looks better than the Sean Taylor statue at the Commanders Stadium. So, good job to those who made the Caitlin Clark statue. This um, looks pretty terrifying. I'm not. It, gonna... it, it the face is very scary. Yeah. Look at her right hand. Her fingers aren't complete. Yeah, they're not. It's like, they're not finished. They it's not gonna have a good grip on the basketball. She, the you, I basketball. think there's a vein. They they put the vein in her right hand. You can see it. But you can't see the there's no way fingers. they made a vein in an you can eye. See I, don't the think, vein. I don't think that's supposed to be there's a, vein. a line right there. I I'm see sure the line. Like, I don't think that's what it's supposed to be, though. This is so impressive. Also, how long can you like is it, keep this before it melts? It is. I think it's kind of impressive. I don't know. It scares me. Would but, you guys uh, want a butter stack sculpture made out of you? No. Better question. Would you guys want to end up in that wax museum? Like have a wax figure of you? No. No, I also I wouldn't, wouldn't want those that. things are scary. They definitely come to life at night and like eat people. I love those videos where the there's an actual person standing as a sculpture. <laughs> like, wow, this is so realistic. Oh, it's an actual person. Like, the or like the down. yeah, or like the um, that people do that as the mannequin in like the store. They'll put oh, like the, football the white ones are the awesome. white suit on and like the yeah. Um, but yeah, there you go. Shout out to shout out to Caitlin Clark. Um, Meow, it's time for sp- spelling bee. We're Ooh. gonna change it up. Jack's gonna take over the spelling. Yeah, bee. Yeah, wait, I got the spelling bee this time. Okay, so um, we had a little bit of confusion uh, on my end with this also ties into Betts Beats. I thought Bayer Leverkusen's Bundesliga season started this weekend, so I placed a bet. It doesn't start till next weekend. However, they were competing in a competition called the DFP Pokal, which is like, it's called the German Cup. It's like just every professional club in Germany, you do a big knockout tournament. It ends at the end of the season in May, like you play it progressively. Bayer Leverkusen played a game against a team called, you know what? Actually, this is my first, this is my first um, name. The other team that they played, which is FC Tetunia Ottensen. All right, Peyton, you go first. What is it? Tetonia? Tetunia Ottensen. Tetunia. They compete in the Region Liga. 
Tetsu. I believe like fifth division of Germany. T E T U or no. Oh, I'm wrong. Okay, your yep. turn. Go, Kenny. Um, don't look it up, you cheater. I'm not. I'm looking down. I've my hands are up. Yeah, you're looking down at your phone. Um, yeah, cover your eyes. T I T. Nope. Are you serious? T E T E U T T E U T O N I A O T T N O T T E N S E M. I thought you said T E T again. No, not gonna lie, but I was happy. Okay, uh, we're gonna do one of Bayer Leverkusen's eight goal scorers. They won the game eight nothing. Um, their striker, twenty-two year old Nigerian Victor Okoa Boniface. Victor Okoa Boniface. I can yep. probably get Boniface. That sounds easy. This but... is a, this should be a pretty easy one. Victor, say that one more time. Victor Okoa. I think it's just or I think it's just Oko Oko Boniface. Oko Boniface. Victor Oko Boniface. Is it V-I-C. Last, name, last name's two words? Yes. V-I-C. T-O-R. Yep. Oko Boniface. And it's mm-hmm. two words? Two words. O-C-O. Nope. Oh, jeez. O-C-A? Nope. O-C-K-A? Nope. O-C-K-O. It's actually easier than you're making it. It's O-C-A-O. Just- O-C-A-O. It's just O K O H Oko. O K O H B O N I F A C E. Victor Oko Boniface. Um, okay, your next one. Uh, Jeremy Frimpong. Oh, can I do this one? He's my favorite player. He is my favorite player. I looked him Kenny's, up a lot this weekend. Kenny's twenty. He's twenty-two he's year old right back. He's very good, uh, Kenny. He's good. And I, I know where this uh, the the first name could be tricky because it's J E R E M I E. Yep, Frimpong. F-R-I-M-P-O-N-G. Good job, Kenny. Go. Very nice. Yeah, that, that is Kenny's favorite player. All right, Peyton, uh, last name for you. Um, we're going to get – no, no, wait. Actually, I was going to pick one guy, but I'm going to do a different one. There's a name that starts with an H, and it has an L as its second letter because I know he scored this past weekend too, and I could not pronounce his oh, name. Oh, off the bench, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I could make Peyton do this. No, because that now Kenny's given a little bit of letters away. Okay, Peyton, you're getting um their new signing who uh, signed from Arsenal this offseason, Granite Jaka. Swiss Granite Jaka. defensive mid, 30 years old. Swiss man. He scored as well. I remember. Oh, I guess all these guys have scored. Granite. He did not he did not score. I just oh, he didn't? Granite. Oh, they, no. they posted about him. Granite yes, he, like he, the he rock. Played well. Granite Jaka. It's not spelled like the rock. I don't know. He had the most tackles in the game, it. Kenny. Two tackles. G-R-A-N. Granite. 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 Hey, hey, stop cheating. Stop cheating, Granite. T. Yes. That's it. it. And then what's his last name? Jaka. 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 Keep your hands. No. Yeah. It's it's a D. D. It starts with D. Wrong. Jaka. Dang it. Granite Jaka, G-R-A-N-I-T. This is Nolton and Kenny's team. Yes. This is not my team. I Granite love. Jaka. It's all of our team, Peyton. We don't get. Tw- we're not going to get Twitter endorsed Bell. if you don't buy into this as well. Um, G-R-A-N-I-T-X-H-A-K-A. Granite Jaka. Good job, guys. You know your own team. Kenny, good job, Kenny. Kenny knows his team. Yeah. I love Jeremy Frimpong. So, yeah, Bayer Leverkusen starts the Bundesliga campaign next week against Leipzig. I will be watching. Uh, I'll probably probably tweet a match report from the account. But speaking of beats, Kenny, 
what's your uh, best beat? <laughs> okay, I didn't know this, this is was a, a good thing. one. Uh, Meow, it's time for best beats of the week. This is a future. Uh, we've had a couple futures in the last two weeks, but Dak Prescott minus 225 to have more interceptions in the regular 2023 regular season than Shadir Sanders, who is a quarterback at Buffalo. Of course, his father at is Buffalo. Uh, uh, you mean the Buffaloes? The <laughs> uh, and uh, of course, his father is Deion Sanders. Last year, Shadir had, uh, well, I guess last Shador. season, Shador had 14 total interceptions. Dak Prescott had 15. Of course, different sample sizes of games. Uh, Shadir is going into the Pac-12 this year. But I got to go with Dak Prescott. He, he led the NFC in interceptions last season. He also playing a couple more games. Up to I was going to say different sample six, size. You had you had Dak in, games. The, in the NFL and, Sh- and Shadur Sanders playing for Jackson. I think this is ridiculous <laughs> that Bet Online has these stats or these bets. Hey, hey, that's our sponsor. Uh, yeah, Great. well, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I will admit that. And I think this is free money. So throw everything you own at this. Actually, Bet Online is going to come back later, too. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, this is funny. Um, he already he was already throwing picks in practice in a training camp. I saw that Dak was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it happens, but yeah. Uh, um, Peyton. I'm sticking with college football. Uh, I'm gonna take the under on Akron winning four games this year. Uh, I actually like Akron a little bit. Their head coach Joe Joe Moorhead. I think he's actually pretty decent. But Akron's been a dumpster fire for like years, and uh safe bet to say they're not going to win four did you just pick the first team in the alphabetical list and just were like yeah i'll go <laughs> rock with that Mm-mm, they weren't first <laughs> oh okay fair enough fair air enough. force was first oh sorry go falcons mm-hmm. um my best beat of the week so in addition to i got i got one on buyer leverkusen for their game i'm gonna do a premier league bet i've spent the entire weekend watching um liverpool my favorite team played today um because it just started so monday night football before nfl starts tomorrow is wolves wolverhampton um at manchester united i'm taking wolves plus 104 to uh pull a little upset here over man united at home and this is because i was watching a youtube video where this guy um who is a manchester united fan was picking his uh like final standings and said that man united was gonna have a really really good season and pick them finish like second or third, which means they're definitely going to lose at least the first game of the season. So I think this is a safe, safe bet for me here on the, on the upset pick. Um, and yeah, go soccer. I'll keep doing this until random NBA parlays can start happening for me or um, not parlays. Like just when I can take Pat Bev under on like points that that'll be when I make my bread and butter betting. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll take, I'll take the wolves. So if this game, you can bet on ties. In soccer. Yes, you can take it. So if there's a tie, there's no push. You're just you just you lose. You yeah, lost. you just lose. Yeah, I would lose. I'm not yeah, rooting. Let's, for let's root for a tie. Ties yeah. are lame. <laughs> ties are awesome. That's what you love about soccer. Okay, now it's time for Dirty Birds of the Weekend. Of course, we have to talk about the Ravens social media team posting a photo to their Instagram uh, in a collection of six photos, and the second one was of Justin Tucker and Jordan Stout, the kicker and punter for the Baltimore Ravens, looking at each other probably after a sick. Field goal from Justin Tucker, the, the leg from the University of Texas. And the caption says building. Of course, Justin Tucker's number nine. Jordan Stout's number 11. They were standing side by side at 9-11. And the caption is building. Oh, that's that's a tough one. Very yeah. dirty. It's tough because it's a slide of photos. So it, probably doesn't, it probably doesn't need to 
um, add to it. Also, this reminds mm-hmm. me, I forgot to do, I'm going to have a segment of uh, job taking of the week when NFL starts. I was going to do it for the preseason, uh, but I forgot this week. So starting next week, every kicker that misses under 40, you're getting called out on my list. I'll just run through them. Um, Cause there was a bunch apparently in this first, in this first week were... of preseason. I, I really hope you have enough time this year, Jack, to watch Maction each week because the kickers in the Mac they are miss. some of the worst kickers in football. It's ridiculous. I'll go kick in the Mac. Eastern Michigan? I don't think you have any eligibility left. That's not true. Grad student. You have COVID year and grad year. So grad you year. Go two. two years. Yep, two. Anyone looking for somebody? I can punt, too. They've seen it. <laughs> Just kidding. Peyton, what's your uh, dirty bird? My dirty bird of the weekend is Jose Bautista. Uh, his number, or he retired as a Blue Jay, and uh, they had a big ceremony for him. Uh, it delayed the Cubs uh, Blue Jays game by 30 minutes yesterday, uh, and then the Cubs won. And there was also a pretty big brawl recently that has uh, invoked some <laughs> of the same memories of Jose Bautista. So, Jose Bautista, congratulations, but you are my dirty, dirty bird. There you go. Um, my dirty bird of the week. I have shamelessly not connected this to an actual bird. Try as I may call a sun devil, a bird because my dirty bird of the week is James Harden. Um, Adrian Wojnarowski, of course, Woj, uh, the man, the myth, the legend for NBA news tweeted on Saturday. Uh, the 76ers have ended trade talks on guard, James Harden and plan to bring him back to training camp for the start of the season. The Sixers had a, periodic offseason conversations with the Clippers Harden's desired destination, but no traction on the deal materialized. He also tweeted something like they've created a tense environment now at training camp because James Harden, of course, wants to leave Philly. And now the 76ers said, no, you can't. I'm so excited for the saga that's going to unfold. There was tweets of him getting the fat suit out of the closet like he did in Brooklyn um, to get out (laughs) of that situation. Like uh, Pat Bev's on this team. That's going to make things way more fun. Um, I kind of hope they fight or something. I don't know. Or like he has to, Pat Bev has to break up a fight between Joel Embiid and Harden over who's going to have the ball more. I, uh, this is just NBA drama at its finest. Kenny, you, you dealt with Harden for a while, so you understand, but, um, yeah, I, I, I dealt with him pulling the GM's hand a couple times, but <laughs> other than the fat suit in Houston, I, I thought he was a great guy. Yeah. Loves hanging out with the, yeah, the clubs. He's, he's, he's at he's numbers a, retired. He's got a, he's got his number retired somewhere. Um, but yeah, I just think this is hilarious and I hope it, I hope it just continues and goes even more off the rails, but go James Harden. Um, mm-hmm. what do we have? Best thing you learned, Peyton. Best thing I learned this weekend. Hey, uh, yeah. Sean Payton, uh, he keeps getting trolled by the, uh, uh, jets. I don't know why I lost their name. The New York jets. Uh, so a tweet last week, uh, from James Palmer an NFL network guy. Um, he tweeted what head coach Sean Payton doesn't want to see during the hashtag Broncos first preseason game Friday after the starters are pulled. He does not want to see uniforms off after you're done playing. He does not want to see sunglasses, no Gilligan hats or bucket hats and no (laughs) interviews during the game. And so what did Garrett Wilson do? He was getting interviewed after he was done playing with no uniform on in a bucket hat in sunglasses, checking all four boxes. This is the pettiest, most random rival uh, rivalry in the NFL, and uh, I fully endorse it. Was Sean Payton the um, uh, was he Bounty Gate? Was he the coach when that happened? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting that a coach who called for that also has all these crazy rules about um, 
Do you think he'll have charge. someone hit? Do you think he'll have someone hit Garrett Wilson? Uh, <laughs> Take no. <him> out. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, that's 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 quite comical. Um, insane behavior from him. All right. Speaking of baseball and Bautistas <laughs> and bird teams, going back to Peyton's. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. Dirty bird. There was a segue. There was a segue there. There's three segues in there. Yeah. Well, we. <laughs> this is going to be a long one. Uh, best oh, thing God. I learned this week is that Felix Bautista had a six out save on King Felix Knight in Seattle. We've talked about it before from weird podcasters going after Felix Batista stop to tell the Baltimore Orioles to stop calling him King Felix because that is Felix Hernandez's nickname um, to just King Felix getting blown up. King Felix is in Baltimore's King Felix getting blown up by the Astros last week. Uh, great save from him on King Felix tonight. Uh, pure cinema. So MLB metrics. Funnier thing that came out of this for me is that Felix uh, during Felix Hernandez's speech and when he was talking to the crowd and just the whole ceremony, Adrian Beltre walks out. Of course, everyone knows Adrian Beltre is a Ranger. He's going to be a Hall of Famer someday. He walks out because he's a former teammate, former friend. Or I mean, not former friend, but current friend, friend of uh, Felix Hernandez. They give a hug. Felix Hernandez gets a little, little finger on the back of the head. You know Adrian Beltre. He hates when people touch his head. He goes mm-hmm. berserk. I think it's a front. It's fake. He gave him a little tickle on the back of the neck. Gave him on the hug. Just touched the back of his head. He is a liar. He's a phony. He's a fraud. Adrian Beltre does not deserve to be in the Hall of Fame for this one reason. I'm sick of it. It was a lot of fun because I thought he did not like when people touched his head. Felix Hernandez touched his head, and he does not care. What'd you learn, Pajak? That was a roller coaster. <laughs> I told you it's a long one. Wow, I did not realize that was going <laughs> yeah, into Adrian. There was some lore there. That was yeah. some lore. Good job, Kenny. Um, this also, while we're on baseball, I was just looking through the uh, baseball standings, and it just felt like uh, the teams leading in the AL right now feel so random. Like the Rangers, the Twins, and the Orioles being in first place in their divisions. Like, does not that doesn't feel like? I don't know. That feels wrong to me. I feel like all those teams are normally bad, but feels like I we guess take maybe a step not the back Rangers. to two thousand two. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, or like 2010 when the Rangers were like went we're to the World get Series. A crazy movie. <laughs> um, best thing that I learned. Doesn't... Not what? getting into it. Not getting into it. No, I'm not no, going to say anything no. on Moneyball. Said yeah, enough. No. Oh, 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 hey, worked on Immaculate Grid this week. Um, mm-hmm. My best thing I learned was a recruitment video um, by a guy named Quasi Gilmer, who is a 2024 four-star wide receiver um, who just recently committed to UCLA. He had one of my favorite recruiting videos I have ever seen. Um, he recreated the famous LeBron James commercial where um, he's, he's doing the, the jogging in the pool and there's all the different versions of LeBron. There's like the kid LeBron, the old man LeBron. You think Michael ever trained the pool? One of my favorite lines. Um, and then, of course, the thing where he jumps off the diving board. He's like, hold on, I'm going to call you back. And he, he dives in. There's the music. Quasi Gilmore did it perfectly he like showed off little merch from each of the teams he was considering then it ended with him under the water and he swam up and the ucla logo popped up that was awesome i love good recruiting videos i feel like with something like that too it can either go really great or really like terrible and cringy and he he pulled it off spectacularly so quasi you got you got a fan in me dude and uh good luck at ucla and yeah it was just that was just hilarious i love that brown commercial you think michael ever trained the pool michael never trained what? no pool what a sick backflip Awesome. I know he does a backflip too. It's pretty yeah. impressive. Mm-hmm. I feel a like cool every house, every every, UC, every UCLA fan was probably like taking a breath that he didn't 
break his neck doing a back trying to do backflip in a pool for a <laughs> recruitment video but in a suit in a suit <laughs> i'm pretty it was, go ahead, yeah do you think he held the bazooka <laughs> oh was it so. him I don't I think, think it was him. I think the Different guy that number. held the bazooka committed. UCLA is doing all sorts of cool stuff with it. Yeah, oh, you have to. Do you think you got to keep it? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I don't know was, what the gun laws are. I don't know like, what the bazooka laws are. You in think LA. it was real? I think it was one of those out of commission like army things. Like here, have this. It's a relic, historical value. Um, he yeah, did not no. get a picture of the bazooka. I feel like he would have posted it. I'm looking through his. I'm looking through his <laughs> visit quasis. at UCLA in May 28. There, there was a clip in the video that was like, it was like, he's just a TikToker. He can't play. Like they said, he can't <laughs> play. He's just a TikToker. That's. I awesome. was like, that's funny. That's funny. Um. All right, Kenny. We have a new blank of the week. We have jokes. We have ratios. But you, we, we have a new, a new one this week. Circling back to Bet Online. Also, speak. Speaking of, uh, what do we got? Got I'll the bonk you... of the week. Uh, Bet Online reposted this video from NFL memes of an old fan, old Detroit Lions fan, zooming in on the backsides of some Detroit Lions cheerleaders, snapping some photos. Probably didn't know he was so zoomed in, maybe sending them to his granddaughter, saying like, hey, look, there's cheerleaders. You like to cheerlead? Kenny, don't um, don't try to justify <laughs> this man's behavior, please. I just cannot believe how subtle. Like, it's not even subtle. Like, he's just doing not it. Not subtle. Not yeah. subtle. Bark. He's just zooming the in. The people behind him are just shamelessly laughing at him. Laughing. He's not even <laughs> noticing. He's got the American flag on his hat. It's the November hats for the Lions. There you go. He probably is sitting right where Peyton sat after Peyton wasn't allowed to go to football <laughs> games anymore. <laughs> that has I to, don't know what you're talking about. That story needs to be told at some point. Story for another day. Story for another day. Um, if you keep If you keep watching this show and we blow up, we'll have Peyton tell it. Wait, put a subscriber count or something on the YouTube, like one of those, Peyton, for you to do it. If I can make a livable wage off this podcast, then I will tell the story live on air. If if everyone blows us up to where we can all not be on Zoom anymore, um, Mm -hmm. Peyton will tell the story. Um, Yeah, bonk. That's just insane behavior. Insane behavior. Old people should have I like your explanation, Kenny. No, no. You like to cheerlead. (laughs) I mean, if you think we're about not it, ju- we're not justifying the man's behavior. He probably can't not smell that anyone. well either. He looks old. He's got the wrinkles on the back of his he neck. Can That's see all, you can know see just old. fine. Yeah. Or maybe he couldn't see well enough to see what he was looking at. He's like, what are those blue blurbs? He thought he, thought he, was filming, he thought he was filming the game. Uh-huh. He's not filming. He's getting photos. He's like, what are those blue blurbs? I thought we wore gray helmets. Like, he didn't know. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Bonk. <laughs> Unless we bring him on the podcast and ask him what was up Weird. with that. <laughs> no, no. I don't know this dude. Yeah, yeah I'm not. We're not bringing him on. The he podcast. has a phone. That's he sure, can call. Sure as hell. Oh, Lord. Yeah, bonk. Um, the, you know, people are wild. Everyone has phones nowadays. This guy isn't real. I'll see that. That crazy uh, lady on the plane. Yeah. Shot like a cool. lizard man. I don't know. All right. We're moving on. We're going to finish the show. Uh, we're going to talk a little headlines. I did kind of the Bayer Leverkusen. We were going to maybe talk about that at the end. But we're uh, we're just going to do some, like, general sports headline stuff to end the show. So stay tuned. All right. We're going to end the show just doing some uh, some headlines. Uh, we're going to just look through look through the national news. You know, we're, at, we're a Mizzou-focused show. But we have our we have our eyes on um, on pretty much every every sport, every every big mainstream headline stuff that's going on. So I'm going to rattle these off, Kenny Payton. You guys react to this. Uh as as much or little as you want 
First one, Colts expect Jonathan Taylor to return to camp this week. Running backs don't matter. Makes me happy. But Did Jim Ursay have a quote in this article? I will check. <laughs> I doubt it. What website are you on? ESPN. Oh, do you want me You're to do to... the clutch? I thought clutch, clutch sports points? was more fun. I'll the do clutch the clutch. Points. I'll do the clutch points one. Fine. We're switching to a real, a real source of news. Clutch points. Just kidding. No slander to ESPN. They have betting now. Okay. <laughs> the last thing I looked up on clutch points actually, Kenny, was the Rockets. Uh, who the Rockets should draft in the NBA draft. Um, okay. Justin. Uh, two Giants first stringers in danger of losing starting jobs ahead of 2023 NFL season. Do you guys want to guess? Oh, who no. Are? I don't think I'd be able to guess. <laughs> I don't think I really uh, care. <laughs> 20, what positions are they? <laughs> the subheadline is just there are two players on the Giants who could be in danger of losing their starting jobs ahead of the 2023 season. It's just the, it's just the headline over again. Um, the players are... Isaiah Hodges and Darnay Holmes. Who cares? (laughs) What does the graphic look like? Um, It's like Isaiah Hodges and and Dable, and there's like a football that looks like it's phasing through time. Um, Next one. Could Austin Reeves emerge as the Lakers starting point guard in 2023-24? The photo is it's Gabe Vincent versus Austin Reeves versus uh, D'Angelo Russell with a bunch of basketballs. Sure. They're he missing Demoy Hodge. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good point. I don't oh, but Demoy doesn't run the point. Um got to Twitter. Now. Yeah. Twitter roasts 49ers QB Trey Lance amid poor preseason showing after injury return. Uh, and it's it's a <laughs> this is so it's a photo of it's one image of just the 49ers players at training camp, and then photoshopped into it is an injured Trey Lance laying on the field with a bunch of Twitter logos fluttering all around everything. Uh, Are those rocks? Uh, I'm looking at the bottom right of this. Yeah, photo. there are also rocks, rocks for some reason. Uh, Marcus Mosher tweeted, it's only preseason, but Trey Lance is still struggling, has already taken three sacks and missed multiple throws high. Wow, big roast. Um, Trey Lance, 10 for 15, 1 TD, 4. This is not. This is not this is not anything. I'm actually excited more for this next one. Um Justin Ross hype train chugs along with Chiefs Whiteout's first it's career touchdown. Hype on a train. It's the word hype over a bullet train and Justin Ross, who like definitely caught not on like he wasn't looking at the picture. He's making go to the YouTube. That face. Um it, here's a scary thought. Kansas City Chiefs offense might be getting better if Justin Ross's preseason performance is any indication. Is he the combine guy who broke the 40 record? No. No, that's he's John not Ross. playing football anymore. Yeah, he retired. Oh, that's John Ross. That's right. Justin was like a first-round pick, but he kept getting hurt. Now he's healthy, and that's probably a steal for the Chiefs. Next one, I really want. Can we have um, Clutch Points' Photoshop guy on the show? I would love to talk to them. Yankees fans erupt on Twitter after brutal collapse versus Marlins. It's a photo of someone on that's the Yankees. You Garrett guys probably Cole, know who. I believe. Garrett Cole. In for could, some no, reason, they have Harry birds. Cole. It's like him at Yankee Stadium. There's a bunch of fake fans photoshopped in and birds for some reason. Um, yeah, the Yankees are bad. Go figure. So Yeah, there you go. Just, I do not want to join your newsletter, Clutch Points. It's Clay, um, Holmes. Clay Holmes. Here's one what? that I just found. That's Clay Holmes in the photo you're talking about. Oh, okay. 
Here's uh, oh, the, this NFL headline. Matt Canada offers encouraging take on Kenny Pickett, Steelers offense after preseason opener. It's Matt Canada and Kenny Pickett standing together with the Steelers logo kind of showing, but like barely showing. And then a bunch of thumbs up emojis just scattered across. <laughs> it's like, boom, boom, Why do they boom, use boom, emojis? Boom. It's awesome. That's it. This is the best website in the world. Oh, I found a good one. I found a good one. This one is LeBron James, Kevin Durant won't let Kevin Garnett's latest. Wait, what? Won't like Kevin Garnett's latest spot up take. And it's the photo of LeBron um, when he made the pose at J.R. Smith after he missed that shot against the Warriors. But it's just him pointing at Kevin Durant, uh, Kevin Garnett. And then Kevin, Kevin Durant is also in there and he's just scratching his head. <laughs> the photo of Kevin Garnett is something. Kevin Garnett isn't one to mince his words. He had a wild take on Hall of Famer LeBron James and Kevin Durant that won't sit well. What did he say? LeBron and KVD, it's time for them to be spot up, said his former Boston Celtics teammate Paul Pierce. We give the ball to them for ages. Can they play off the ball once? Can they go to the corner and somehow make a – can they go in the corner and now someone make a play for them? Uh, that seems like old old NBA players just mad being mad. Mm-hmm. I like this one. It's about Jeremiah McClennan. Ohio State lands four-star receiver Jeremiah McClennan, and it's a photo of him, McClellan, in his CBC jacket sitting in the Ohio State Stadium. It's really pixelated. And then two footballs crossing like over around his chest area. And then the first sentence uh, ends in, according to a tweet from 11 Warriors deputy editor Dan Hope, like this wasn't just like common knowledge. He wasn't committed. Yeah, Yeah, like (laughs) – like it wasn't in a video in a live stream that you could have watched yourself. <laughs> oh mm-hmm. God. I'm glad they have an HBCU tab. <laughs> That's pretty cool. There's one of Dirk Nowitzki just blatantly Photoshopped over someone shrugging. It just looks terrible. Anyway, those are headlines. We didn't talk about the actual stories. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Here we go. Rumor Sixers big reason for wanting to keep James Harden. And it's just James Harden with the speech bubble that says, I guess I'm staying question mark, question mark. <laughs> the speech bubbles are awesome. <laughs> Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns reason why he's not worried for 2023, 24. It's Anthony Edwards speech bubble says I'm not worried. Period. <laughs> oh, clutch really? points. this might have to be a recurring segment. This is make me laugh. Here's one of Dwayne Wade's. <laughs> you a bad man. Lakers LeBron James shows ultimate love for Dwayne Wade before Hall of Fame speech. And it's Dwayne Wade speech bubble. Thank you. And LeBron James with hard eyes. Uh, last one for me. Diamondbacks face crushing Paul Goldschmidt trade reality after latest roster move. And it's one of the players that was traded for Paul Goldschmidt between the Cardinals and the Diamondbacks. And there's an arrow pointing down at the Diamondbacks player. It looks like it's po- pointing right at the his uh, sponsorship on his left uh, arm, and it's AVNet. It almost just looks like it's an ad for AVNet. It's an ad. <laughs> yeah. uh, my only last – I'll do this one, my last one. Dwayne Wade gets real on Shaquille O'Neal's awesome Hall of Fame prediction 19 years ago. Um, Shaq with a speech bubble, I told you, period. Very high quality stuff. Yeah, this is this is great journalism. Um, oh, <laughs> um, these headlines are also just terrible. There you go. There's your headlines. Big. There's the biggest news splashing in the world of sports. Seems like people got inducted to the Hall of Fame for the NBA recently. Um, mm-hmm. I learned that. And Jeremiah McClellan and Justin Ross hype train. Guys, watch out. Watch out for Justin Ross. Right. He's the truth. He's the truth. 
Um, all right. With that, um, everyone enjoy your week. Come back. Watch, listen to this right when it drops because we'll just talk about one area before it commits. Um, and then, yeah, keep listening to it so that we get clicks. The listeners to our show are the best. And uh, the Cardinals suck. Got that in. Everyone have a fun and safe week. We will see everyone on Friday.